I got a few examples of someone who's a pastor. Their father was a pastor. Their grandfather was a pastor. And yet, all three of these gentlemen, grandpa, father, and son, they all completely dismantled their faith. They blew it. They fell apart. Why? Why? Have you ever thought about how that can happen? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, I think I might have an insight, and that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer. How are you? Let's just put it out on the table. The Bears uh, humiliated me yesterday. I feel terrible. I thought for sure we were going to beat the Packers. Those are my friends who are Packer fans. Fine, light me up. I don't care. Season's just begun. There are plenty of games left to lose, so by the Bears. Anyway, pray for me, would you? How can one game affect my whole attitude? I don't know. Hey, it is a Monday, though. Thanks for tuning in. You can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Also, we're brought to you by minglemerrymate.com. Great information, insight, thought, and swag for anyone who's mingling, mating, dating, and marrying at minglematemary.com. Some great podcasts on there as well. And we'll get into more of that. So let's jump into this. I, I covered this a little bit last week. You know, there are certain jobs where it would help greatly to have the right pedigree, the right family, the, the right intelligence, you know, to just be born smart or to be born seven foot if you're going to play basketball. Or to be born with a father who works for, you know, an investment firm in New York if you wanted to work with money. But it doesn't mean you'll be successful. In fact, I've met more people who've had, you know, open doors go broke. And I've met just as many people who are just a janitor who retire millionaires because they just do the basic. I mean, just about anybody can become rich by doing just simply, you know, invest 5% of your income every week and wait the time and wow, all of a sudden it happens. You become wealthy over time. I mean, look, anybody can become intimate and powerful and anointed by God simply by doing the basics. I've worked for ministers who crashed and burned. Their kids crashed and burned. Their grandkids crashed and burned. And they had every opportunity, every possibility, every open door, every just possible favor to be a crusher in the kingdom and yet they themselves got crushed they never learned the basic so why why are people so willing to spend time going to church going to seminars going to conferences listening to podcasts reading the books trying to make friends with the super spiritual they're involved in lots of eye-catching ministries they spend time on all these tasks tasks because honestly it's more glamorous and seemingly more fruitful than just doing that 5% every day of reading and praying and obeying. Look, a get-rich uh, get quick scheme rarely happens, less than 1% of the time. And someone gets intimate and powerful and, and anointed by God probably less than 1% of the time simply by hanging out with people and going to seminars and conferences. And it comes down to that 5% of your time reading, praying, and obeying every day. You know, the book of Coloss, Paul writes it to a church that's in a community that has false teaching, heretical philosophies, varying opinions on how to please God or be with God, demands and practices that you must agree with in order to conform 
It's a lot like today. In fact, very much like today. And what is Paul's instruction? As he closes the letter in chapter 4, verses 2 through 7, what does he say? He says, he says point blank, he says, vote Republican. No. He says, buy more ammo. Not a bad idea. But no. Yell and scream at the idiots. No. Post your pompous attitude on social media. No. What does he say? He says, by constant prayer, constant thanksgiving, constant alertness, and constant ways for God to use you to share the gospel or to be the gospel. He says, be alert. Constantly pray. Constantly pray with thanksgiving and be alert for constant ways to be the gospel. Find out how God wants to use you today. In fact, Paul even says, pray for me so that I know how to share the gospel so that I don't miss those moments. This is the apostle Paul saying this. If he needs prayer to be alert, to be to be able to see the ways to be the gospel, to share the gospel, how much more do you and I? I'm a doorknob compared to Apostle Paul. And he says, pray. It's this intense face-to-face conversation. It's being aware, but not aware with the mindset that Satan is coming after us. Be on the alert. And it's not, you know, be aware of it's the end times. It literally means be aware of what is happening in your own little world, what is happening around you right now. How is God speaking to you directly right now to be the gospel? Last Monday, I had a meeting with uh, one of the guys who helps with our Permit to Carry class. It was Labor Day, Monday morning. We met at 6 a.m. at Caribou Coffee because that's the only time I could meet. He really wanted to meet. Well, he and I are talking. About 45 minutes into it, three women come and sit down directly behind him. And I won't tell you how it works exactly, but it's like I see movement behind him. And this happens to me a lot. And the movement draws my attention to this woman uh, that's meeting with these other women. And, and I can't explain movement. It's not a ghost. It's not a spirit. I just sense movement, like look at her. And I looked at her. And God downloaded in my life something that was going on in her life. He said she's recently been wounded. She feels alone. She feels like God doesn't care. And then God told me what it was. He said she was in a, a long-time marriage, and without realizing it, her husband left her for a younger woman. Uh, and she, it's been painful, and no one seems to care, and she feels alone. So when I get done talking to Dwayne, I get up, I walk over there, and I begin to talk to her and these women. I said, hey, I feel like I'm supposed to pray for you. I don't tell her in front of everybody what God told me, but I said, you're dealing with a wound, very recent, and you feel like God is you know, not aware and kind of overlooking you and doesn't care. And she cheered up. She's like, yeah, you're right, I am. And I said, I, I think I know what it is, but you know, I don't, I don't need to share it. And I got to pray for it. And you go, oh, I wish I could do that. You can, you can. Paul gives us the recipe. Constant prayer, constant thanksgiving, constant alertness of how we can constantly be the gospel, share the gospel. It's not a trick. It's not something that just the super spiritual get to do. It's something that we're all called to do if we simply constant prayer, constant thanksgiving, constant alertness, and constantly saying, God, allow me to be the gospel. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, key slaying giants.